0: In this episode of the Range-Minded Podcast, Gavin Newsom thinks he's got the answer to all of our gun problems with a new proposed amendment. And, you know, we talk a little bit about what's happening right now with the arm race thing, and I have some awesome experiences teaching, and it was a ton of fun. Anyways, that and a little bit more on this episode of the Range-Minded Podcast, episode 215. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Range-Minded Podcast. As always, it's your humble, humble host, Steve Zimmerman. And it it has been, I know, another couple weeks uh, since uh, since I came out with an episode. And I get it. I know. I'm always full of excuses, but I had some good excuses. And we'll get into that. It's okay. Um, But I don't want to dwell on my um, absence. That's not what I'm here to talk about. But, but uh, I will justify my absence. And I'll just do that right now. I was actually in Boise. Uh, I was teaching an enhanced class uh, last Saturday. Uh, I was busy. I did not have time to uh, to pop out and record an episode for you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry for uh, trying to uh, to increase my education and my abilities in teaching, plus spreading the gospel of the Second Amendment to others just kidding i will never apologize for that because i believe in the second amendment and you're just gonna have to deal with it like a big kid um it has been a busy busy honestly two weekends uh usually you know we used to try and record on thursdays that has become nigh impossible Uh, so then i've been trying to bump it to either fridays or saturday nights and even those are getting to be tough in fact, as I'm recording this right now, it is Saturday night at eleven thirty p m because that has been my only time uh to get on and and uh and and have share a few things share a few thoughts so I don't apologize uh for my hard work um I'm doing the best that I can with what i have now that being said, let's talk about real quick about uh about that class. And some others that have popped up, which have been fantastic. So, yeah, I still go to uh, Independence and teach as often as they schedule me. Um, it just so happens that uh, there was one this past weekend. And uh, enhanced class, Idaho. We talked about Idaho having <clears throat> two levels of concealed carry permit. Uh, it was an enhanced class. So, you know, it, it is accompanied by uh, an attorney that speaks on the legal side of, of use of force. And then six hours of total instruction and then another two hours of range instruction and normally i don't i don't get to get out on the range and and help the shooters out but uh but i did this time which was fantastic it was always fun to see uh the light bulb turn on on students and with this last class it seemed like that uh that all of them had shot before but it's inevitable once in a while in one of these classes, um, you get a student that has shot either not at all or very, very little. And and I think we've talked about this before too. I love those students. Those are my favorite students. Even the ones that are a touch apprehensive about the firearm, um, those are my favorite kind of students because they are teachable. Once we get past that initial fear of having a, a controlled explosion in your, in your hands, once we get past this fear of, of uh, years of indoctrination from the media about how scary and dangerous guns just are <clears throat> and, and get to the point where we can teach and learn together, that is my favorite student because I can see the, the light bulb turn on and I can see them begin to understand why we carry firearms why we choose to to use them recreationally and why the second amendment exists i i see them make a, a change of heart almost it, and it's my favorite part of the class when i see that happen so unfortunately like i said this class it was really small usually we have about 28 students in these classes in this particular class we had uh 13, 11, 13, somewhere around there. Um, just barely into the double digits. Uh, and I honestly, I don't, I don't enjoy teaching classes that small as much. Don't put that caveat in there. I still enjoy teaching. It doesn't, I could be one student. I'll still teach the class. Um, but I do like a few more people in the class because I love the conversation. I love, uh, when I teach a class, I can still carry class or, or any kind of class for that matter. I love having conversations because that's, I, th- I think once the class has a conversation, then we all learn together. The students realize, oh, you know, I was thinking that same thing, but I was too scared to ask. Thanks for bringing that up. It happens. And those are my favorite classes to teach. I, that's why I love there's getting some student interaction in the classes. Um Because I get feedback, too. Then I can see, oh, man, I'm really boring as a teacher or I need to speed things up. It's easier for me to read the class as well if there's more people. Excuse me. Oh, man, I'm tired. There's a reason why I'm tired. Okay, so that was what I did uh, Saturday. Now, if you you probably have heard by now. Uh, Maybe you're not. I don't know. Um, Nick, the other half of the podcast, Hoff Tech holsters, Hoff Tech Industries—you name. He does a whole bunch of stuff. Um, He has—he's been kind of stressed out the last uh, the last few weeks. There's a lot of stuff going on right now between um, the new holster line and just everything else. There's just been so much stuff going on. Um, And to add on top of the stress, his dad passed away. Um. So it was—it's—he's been having and he won't tell you he'll he'll just keep going on like nothing has changed but having lost my dad i kind of know i kind of know what i know the drill i know the gig i know why he's been so busy because it keeps our mind off things um so like i said on top of that he lost his dad uh in in an accident it was pretty rough um uh, we had a conversation a couple days after it happened and it Man, it 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 was probably tougher for me. Honestly, I don't know. Uh, I'd never met Darren, but knowing Nick, Darren was a pretty solid guy. Um, and that Sunday after the class, there was a like a a benefit thing where <clears throat> a lot of his friends were there. We did a, a live auction to kind of offset some of the costs and everything. And uh, I was just gonna go just to support Nick, but I he ended up needing my help. What actually. Uh, That, that made me feel better too. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Being able to help him out and help out his family in, in this time of of craziness. Um, Like I said, I had a chance to help out. Uh, I got to hang out with, uh, oh my goodness. Uh, Well, Nick and a bunch of other people, it was great. Sorry. My brain is not working right now. I'm distracted by uh, something else that's going on at the same time. Anyway, it was a really good time. It uh it was a little crazy. Uh so, some of those people were a, a little rough. It was in a biker bar. <laughs> uh Nick's dad was uh Nick's dad was was part of a motorcycle club. But he was also a uh he he was really involved with uh with folks trying to change their lives. Uh he he was like an addiction counselor. To help people, you know, get over uh, drug and alcohol addiction, he was he was a very good man, and he had a lot of friends, and and it was cool. It was cool to be there to help help Nick out. So there you go. There's there's why I didn't get a show last week because I was busy. Uh, I was busy helping out a friend. So if you're gonna fault me for that, so be it. But I'm not too worried about it because we're all friends, and I think a lot of you guys would have done the exact same thing because that's what friends do, right? Okay. Let's uh let's move out of that part. Hopefully that I didn't want to be dark with it. That actually isn't a sad, somber thing. That should be a a good mood thing, okay? I want you guys to understand that. And, and it's not an excuse for me to not get a show out. But it's important. There's there's something there that I want you to hear again. It's important to set things aside when your friends need you. Okay, irregardless of of what it is. If you have the ability to help in some way, even if it's time, even if it's a phone call, you need to be there for your friends. Okay, all right. Let's let's talk a little bit about, there's been a lot of things happen in the last uh, two weeks since we've talked last, a lot. Um, I'm just gonna touch on a couple of things. This may not be a real long show, but I think there's some important stuff in there, okay. Um, and then we'll come back if I can remember. I had some other good experiences with teaching, and I have some other experiences with teaching coming up on, that I'm I'm excited to share with you because there's some there's some good stuff that's come out of that as well. Okay, let's start with this. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention the last little while. Now this this uh, we'll get to the pistol brace thing because there's some updates on that. We'll get to that in a second. That's not what I was going to talk about first. Um, but many of us know and love the great state of California. Now, California in reality is a beautiful state. You got the coast, you can, you could be skiing and surfing on the same day in California. Um, it used to be, you know, San Francisco used to be one of the cleanest cities in the nation. Uh, you, you got some amazing beaches. You got Disneyland, uh, Knott's Berry Farm. I don't even know if that place exists anymore. You go up north. I mean, that whole Pacific Coast Highway all the way up. I mean, it's beautiful, right? It's a beautiful state. But it's a pity that it's run by a buffoon. Uh, I don't know if you've paid attention. If you're living under a rock, uh, people are leaving California in droves because the the ideology of the representation in that state it it's crazy. I mean, you can it doesn't take long to just get on any social media and look at homelessness in California. It is rampant. It is sad to see. I don't know if I have the answers to stop homelessness. Uh, I imagine that there's a lot of those people that maybe there's a home that uh, that could be built for some of those folks that have some major mental problems there's some treatment there that could help out some of them i think maybe they're just lazy i don't know i don't want to stereotype uh i i know that's not very christian to do but i think there might be some some apathy or some laziness in some of those folks too it might be a really small percent might just be one of those people from the whole state i don't know I, i don't have the answer to cure homelessness i don't I'm not going to pretend that I do, but I do know that over the last few years under Gavin Newsom, that homelessness is skyrocketed, that income from taxes for businesses has dropped. I mean, think about it. There have been major, major taxpayers that have taken their businesses and left California right you got Tesla, I mean Joe Rogan worth what two two billion dollars or whatever he is now, like or two hundred million, whatever it is, bounced because Gavin's screwing up the state it, it, that that whole state is messed up, and to top it off, their laws of self-defense are messed up, right? You can only have certain guns that are that are on the registry. a a few number of handguns that you're approved to buy and that number shrinks every year because for every one gun that gets added two have to come off that list and the criteria for a new gun to be added is asinine like with technology that doesn't really exist it's a fairy tale and so the ability of of good Californians, people that have been there for generations, their families have been there for generations are being either pushed out or repressed. The rights really are being repressed because the ideology of the crazy left. And this next part of my my comment here proves it. So Gavin Newsom in his immense brilliance, decided he was going to come up with a new amendment, the 28th Amendment. Uh, I can't re- remember what it's called, what he's calling this amendment, but in this 28th Amendment, it's a, it's just full of common sense gun laws that the entire country can agree on. It's just really common sense. I mean, you know, the Second Amendment's great. We're not getting rid of the Second Amendment, but we're just, we're just going to restrict it a little bit. Notice that they're not talking about doing that with the First Amendment yet. Well, well that's not true, honestly. I mean, what do they tell us about, uh, about worship uh, over the pandemic? We weren't allowed to go to church, right? So maybe it's already happened that way. We're just too dumb to see it. Anyway, the 28th Amendment. So inside this 28th Amendment... There's red flag laws, right? Because everybody knows that if uh, if you're dangerous, you don't need a gun. okay? Because it works every time. And that would never be abused by a crazy girlfriend or ex-wife. There is also a mandatory waiting period, right? Because we know uh, bad guys only go to the gun shops. uh, Now this is nationwide too, right? This is not just California. All these laws already exist in California and we can see what a pillar of safety that is in that state. So we need to adopt these laws, you know, across the country. Anyway, so a waiting period, right? A mandatory waiting period for every firearm purchase. When I say every, I mean every purchase because we're also going to include universal background checks in there which is a pseudo gun registry. So we have this waiting period where whatever it is, 10 days, it's a cool down period because we know every mass shooter wants to buy a gun and immediately go shoot up a mall. But dang it, you know, that if I just had 10 days to cool down, I wouldn't have done it. Said no mass murder ever, ever. I, don't, I guess I haven't interviewed him. So that's a pretty bold statement, right? So, yeah, waiting period, universal background check. Again, that's just a pseudo gun registry because once they know where every gun goes, they know who has every gun. Okay, is is that clear? They're going to monitor every firearms transaction, not just dealer to dealer or dealer to uh, new gun buyer. Every firearms transaction you will be federally required to go to a gun dealer and do the paperwork if you're going to give your gun to your son-in-law so he can borrow it to go hunting. And then when he wants to give it back to you, your own gun, you will have to go to the dealer and fill out the paperwork and wait your mandatory waiting period. You see a problem here yet? I mean, is it clicking yet? Okay. Oh, yeah, don't worry. There's more. Because everybody knows in the whole country, everybody wants these banned, assault military style assault weapons. Because they're the only bad guns. He wants to make a mandatory assault weapons ban. Now you think that they're just talking about AR-15s? If you do, you're a fool because we've talked about that national assault weapons ban. That's anything semi-automatic that can take a magazine. Okay, a detachable magazine. Any firearm that can take a detachable magazine that is semi-automatic. Is is your Glock a semi-automatic handgun? What about your Springfield? Maybe your Smith & Wesson? If you've bought any modern uh, handgun other than revolvers, any modern semi-automatic handgun would be uh, considered an assault weapon. You don't don't have to believe me. Look up the assault weapons ban that they tried to publish last year. Look it up. You don't have to believe me. Read the law. I did. I read the bill. Anything that takes a detachable magazine over 10 rounds and fires semi-automatically is considered an assault weapon we're talking about hundreds of millions of guns but wait there's more with this 28th amendment it also provides states to enact stricter than federal gun laws okay let that sink in again there there's no preemption okay The states are allowed to do whatever they want at a higher level. That means Illinois, Louisiana, California, Ohio. They'll look at this as a minimum. And then they can boost up their laws to be more strict. So they can do whatever they want as long as they don't increase the freedom of their their constituents, their residents in that state. so so, how real is this? Is this gonna really happen? Is it possible for New Cellini to enact this or create this second amendment or'm sorry twenty eighth amendment out of whole cloth? Probably not very likely so it's gonna take two thirds of Congress, both you know the House and the Senate two thirds have to agree that yeah, this makes sense, and we need to let this happen so he already doesn't have those numbers okay it Not going to happen. But if by chance he does get this, that two-thirds, then he has to have three-quarters of the states to agree that the 28th Amendment makes sense. I don't know if you've paid attention with, like, what kind of gun freedoms have been flowing through the United States the last uh, year, but there have been so many states that have made pro to a gun laws constitutional carry um we'll get to the pistol brace thing too like there's there's states that are like we need to open up and actually understand because bruin and heller said hey you have to make these cases whenever you have any kind of of case depending on or regarding firearms you have to go back to history right history and tradition you have to look at the original context of the second amendment and so suddenly we're seeing like at a district level there's a lot of things changing which means that there are far more people that understand the second amendment including judges that are voting or not voting sorry sometimes it feels that way, that are ruling that the Second Amendment is important. And, th- and there's a lot of this pro-2A stuff happening. So he's not going to get three quarters of the states. He's not going to get two thirds of Congress. He's not. What is he doing? He's fundraising. He's trying to earn money so he can run for president. He'd be an awful president. And if you think he's a great dude, nah, nah. Um, You're going to hear a lot that like, if, if you watch his video, he'll say, well, a staggering percentage of Americans want these common sense gun safety laws. The majority of Americans want them. Okay, so do a little research, spend a little bit of time. It doesn't take very long. You will understand that they're citing a poll from Fox News where they called 900 people. And surveyed nine that was their sample size 900 i don't know where they made these phone calls from but 900 people out of 300 million that's not a, a fair sample and when you actually talk to people on the street like john Lovell just posted a video where he talked to people in atlanta i believe even he was surprised like how many like pro 2a stuff that he actually got listen we are not in the minority despite what the left says we're not in the minority we're in the majority it's just that we're either too apathetic or we're too busy working or we don't want to ruffle feathers we don't make noise and i get that not everybody wants to be front and center but it's getting to the point where you have to be you have to be willing to get up front and say yeah i'm a firearms owner i hunt i target shoot i'm in pistol competitions we have to do that i carry a gun in self-defense same thing that's that is more important than hunting or or any kind of uh, game with a gun we need to make our voices heard. We need to. Okay. Think things are things are getting tougher. The left is getting more proficient in the lies. And we have to, we have to attack it. We have to attack these lies with the same amount of force, just like you learn in a self defense class. You meet force with force, you don't exceed that force but you meet force with the, the same level of force to stop the threat. We need to stop the threat of our freedoms being lost because that is exactly despite what the flowery left will tell you. That is exactly what they want us to be subservient, us to be happy with the the quid pro quo or status quo, not quid pro quo, totally wrong. They believe that Americans have too much and we need to share. Yeah, we can share, but that's supposed to be compassionate giving, not forced. So my, my thoughts on the 28th Amendment, probably not going to go anywhere. But it's going to get a lot of noise, a lot. So just, uh, just pay attention to that. Are you one of the millions of gun owners in America who choose to carry a firearm as a life-saving tool? Carrying a firearm is a big decision and it comes with a lot of weight, including the actual weight of the gun itself. The right holster for the job is just as important as your choice to carry. That's exactly why I went to HofTack Holsters. I was a customer of HofTack before Nick was ever part of the show. I trust the quality, I trust the customer service, and I know that my gun will fit without fear of it ever falling out. I carry every day, and that just wouldn't be possible without my Hoftech holster. Right now, on every online order, you can save 10% by just simply using the promo code RANGEMINDED at checkout at hoftech.com. Again, right now, you can save 10% at checkout when you use the promo code, two words, RANGEMINDED at hoftech.com. Check them out. Buy something and use a promo code and save 10%. See, we love you. We want to save you money. All right, welcome back. So another thing I want to talk about, we mentioned in a little bit earlier, we talked about the pistol brace. It is in effect now. So it actually took effect uh, June 1st, right? It, It took effect. Potentially causing millions and millions of gun owners turning them into felons. Now, I don't know about you, but that's a big deal. Now, under Heller, there's a term called common use, meaning guns that are used a lot uh can't be regulated. And the level that that uh the Supreme Court found in Heller or defined in Heller of common use is 200,000 Regarding it. That, in that, that particular case, they were talking about uh, um, tasers, I think. But they specifically said the number 200,000. According to Congress's own investigating, they have found that, or they believe that there were some 40 million, 10 to 40 million, I think is what they said in their report, 10 to 40 million. Uh, arm braces in the united states 10 to 40 million that's a lot uh i i tend to think that the numbers on the high end you know towards the 40 million side but there's a lot of folks like no no that's not possible there's not that many i don't know how many there are for sure nobody really does that's a lot let's just assume 20 million just to be safe okay right in the middle 20 million um, that's still more than two hundred thousand, according. you know i'm I'm no math whiz, but twenty million is still more than two hundred thousand. anyway, so starting you know at the beginning of this month, June one, millions and millions of gun owners would be potentially turned into felons unless you followed the ATF's criteria on what to do with your pistol brace. Now, I think I think they were trying to uh, or they were hoping that a lot of people would just register that arm brace uh, with the NFA. Somehow, they were able to waive for lack of a better term that I can't think of right now, waive the two hundred dollars tax fee. Now, the ATF has not the ability to waive a tax fee. That is the IRS only has that ability. But somehow the ATF said, yeah, we'll just waive that $200 tax. Which again, they can't waive a tax. They're not Congress. They're, they're not the Treasury. Anyway, strange, right? Uh, if We'll waive the tax. If you just go ahead and register it as an SBR, you're basically getting a free SBR uh, and we'll go from there. It'll be fine. At least those, again, if we use the 20 million number, I still think it's closer to 40. Out of those potentially 40 million arm braces out there, they had 250,000 registered in the NFA. 250,000 out of potentially 40 million. If we use the 40 million number, that is... 0.0625 0.0625 percent no, no 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 not 0. 0.06 my math is off that is 0. 0.625 just over a half percent not three quarters percent of of the population of arm braces were registered we pretty much told them f you That means a lot. That means that there are far more gun owners that are saying, no, we are fed up with your trash. We're done being infringed on. We're done being stepped on. No. Screw you guys. So there's some food for thought there on the pistol brace side. But there's more on the pistol brace side. So... Because there were lots of uh, lawsuits filed in various district courts across the United States, uh, Firearms Policy Coalition, their case in Texas, uh, I can't remember the name of the judge, but he decided to say, hey, uh, we're going to do a preliminary injunction, kind of put a stay on it. So the plaintiffs named in this case are are exempt at this point, uh, which is a time frame in, in amount of time but you're exempt from this pistol brace rule. So FPC went back and they're like, wait a minute. Does that mean like our members are exempt from this? So they wrote a letter seeking some clarification. You know, their attorney wrote a letter. They, FPC didn't, but their attorney did. Asking the glut, the judge for some little more clarification on this ruling. And the judge came back and said, yeah, your members are covered. Uh, as an organization, uh, I feel like your members are covered. So that's in writing. So uh, I imagine the firearms policy coalition gained a lot of members once they, because they immediately published that information. As soon as they heard back, they went on a rampage between Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And I'm sure they gained a lot of new members including this one i did donate to the firearms policy coalition because they're doing the hard work they're putting their money where their mouth is they're standing up against tyranny for all of us not just their members but all of us they put their money where their mouth is and that's expensive, so I donated, and I became a member. So hopefully, I am uh, I, I fall under this preliminary injunction, like the judge said. Fantastic, and more of those to come, by the way. Uh, there was a there was another one, the GOA. Their case, it sounds like they had the same same type of thing. The judge in that case uh, did a preliminary injunction. Same thing; their members are covered. Uh, there's still one more case in North Dakota, South Dakota one of the Dakotas uh, waiting for the same thing the judge has been kind of sitting and waiting I imagine he wants to make sure that his ruling is legal and, uh, and bulletproof uh, for lack of a better term so there's a lot of stuff going on um, the fight for the pistol brace is not over um now there's agencies out there, not agencies, there's other organizations out there that have been a little late to the pity party and we can probably guess who that might be. Um, now the NRA, and the, sorry, I just name them by name, right? The NRA is involved financially with the, the, the North Dakota case. But why why aren't they named as a plaintiff? They didn't want to be named as a plaintiff in that case. Why? I don't know. They could have had the same opportunity or the same impact as GOA and FPC. Can you imagine if the NRA members were covered under a preliminary injunction as a named plaintiff? Millions of gun owners. The NRA still is the largest organization to stand up for gun owners. They're not doing a very good job of it, but they are the largest organization. The oldest civil rights organization in the United States why wouldn't why wouldn't they want to be named i it baffles me baffles me all right uh let's talk about uh let's talk about some classes that i well i know we'd already talked you're like steve you open about classes you moron yeah i did but we're going to talk about something else i had an opportunity to do and and it was so much fun and i'm trying to figure out a way to do more of these it, i had a ton of fun so i have a friend that's a a pretty large electrical contractor so, so he's has uh several crews out there that wire homes and businesses Um, a, he, he's a pretty large-scale contractor uh, at least for this area right anyway i was doing some stuff you know helping him out with some stuff and i said, hey uh, let me know when you want to do a corporate class for your for your employees. And he said, "Oh, okay, yeah, all right, that sounds fun. And honestly, I thought that's as far as it was going to go. But yeah, he wasn't going to go any deeper than that. I was just going to be like in one ear out the other. I was wrong. I was absolutely wrong. So I got to to help out at, at an employee party for him. Uh, they have some family property which is sp- awesome. Uh, it's been in their their family for generations. Uh, a lot of property, a lot. Let's just say the closest neighbor was a long ways away. I doubt we bothered him with gunfire. So I was able to set up and and help out with the with this corporate class. We we did some handgun training. We we talked a lot about uh, you know. It really was just a handgun class, um, but a little bit deeper than what some of the stuff you might get in a concealed weapons class. And then we did some AR work, and then we shot a lot <laughs> afterwards. Uh, he bought a lot of ammo, and we shot a lot. It was so much fun. So after that, this was uh, this was, uh, yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> man I, i'm tired i can't think yeah i it was a ton of fun and i took my my youngest daughter with me um she had nothing to do she really wanted to hang out with me that day so it's okay this is what we're doing she was excited and i was worried she was gonna not be so excited about it but she had a ton of fun too it was a blast so now now my mind is like okay what do i do to to uh like i gotta do this many classes in a month to to be able to afford a A chunk of property with a awesome you know mountainside backstop uh not in a subdivision or any kind of development so i you know i cruised around looking for property for sale trying to find a place that would accommodate that and i don't know if that's going to (laughs) happen but man would i love to do that how cool would it be to be able to have a facility where you could cater to a lot of people on a private range have it catered and and just have a good time i love teaching so much i love teaching about firearms so much that i wish i could make something like that happen i'm gonna have to keep keep going because it could happen right if i put my mind to it i could make it happen i just gotta figure out how many classes i gotta teach in a month to make that big mortgage payment but that would be so rad It'll be so much fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, why not? Why not? So, if you're a business owner or if you want to do some kind of a private group, holler. I think it would be so much fun. I-, I would love to help you guys out. Um. Oh, you know, here's something else that happened, which is kind of free for all right now. So, last week, yeah, I was on the the Daniel Daniel Dukeman. We've had him on the show before. He has his a podcast. that's called Freeing Your Mind, and I I was a guest on his show, and that was so much fun. So, if you wanna you wanna see me a little bit less two way sided, you could jump on the the Freeing Your Mind podcast by Daniel Dukeman. Uh, good stuff. He's a solid dude. I don't know if you remember him or not. You can jump back a f- few months. <laughs> And find his episode listen to him uh he's working hard he's working hard he's making stuff happen uh trying to help people with ptsd and whatnot he's he's a killer dude and and it was fun to be on the interviewed side for once anyway uh gang i'm gonna go to bed it is uh midnight now and i'm tired uh but thank you for taking time listening i appreciate you guys so much like it's more than <clears throat> more than you guys understand. Um, it, it's just good to good to be able to share some of my thoughts and, and some of my experiences with you. I would, uh, I know we haven't had a guest on in a very very long time. Uh, some of that's my fault, just because my schedule is so messed up lately that uh, I'm kind of scared to make a commitment with somebody just to call them and say, hey, oh, by the way, uh, no. So I haven't I haven't booked guests in a long time because of that. Uh, just because my time is so messed up right now. Um, but we'll get it figured out. There, there's some super cool people that uh, that I have reached out to that I'd love to get on. Um, we had one guest that uh, would have been so cool. Uh, and we're still talking. Uh, he just he just had to go overseas, take care of some stuff. Um, so we just haven't been able to meet up. Hopefully he's going to be back. Uh, I can't remember when he said he's going to be done. Anyway. That'll be a cool a cool episode so stay for that that will happen. I'm not going to share his name i'm want to make sure it happens. I don't want to just like name drop and then never have it happen but we're working on it. I will get Nick back on uh not only is uh I told you he's kind of dealing with some some stuff right now in life, but he's also in the middle of moving his shop so I mean he i that, that dude's super busy super busy so we'll get caught up with him again. Uh, that Omni holster, check it out. Uh, don't forget, again, that uh, that right now you can save ten percent on his anything off his website, uh, Hoftech Tech Industries. You just jump on there and then, yeah. Don't forget about that. You utilize that. Take advantage of it. Uh, it it's it's awesome. It's a good deal. Anyways, uh, peace out, guys. I want you guys to be safe. I want you guys to share with your friends how normal it is to be pro Second Amendment. Normal people own and carry guns. Okay? Not just the crazy ones. The crazy ones are the noisiest ones. But we need to let the country know that, no. We're we're normal. We're not the ones shooting up and causing problems. Okay? Be safe. Love you guys. Don't forget, you guys need to take somebody shooting. We need to propagate the next generation of the Second Amendment. All right. Be safe. Peace out. Hey, gang. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Range Minded Podcast. We enjoy having you guys here. Plus, if you want to reach out to us on our social medias, uh, we got at Range Minded on Instagram or Facebook or even Twitter now. And we just started a YouTube channel. Well, we started a while ago, but we're actually trying to use it because you can find us on YouTube as well. If you want to email the show, you can email us at uh, rangeminded at gmail.com. We check that all the time. Anyways, give us a good rating. Give us a review, whatever it takes. We'll take whatever level you want to give us, and we'll see you next time on the Range Minded Podcast.